0: Hello, friend. Welcome to episode eighteen. Eighteen means I'm an adult. Of Sally Pal, Sally's Performing Arts Lab podcast. Every day I gotta stop for a minute, and think about how good my life is with you in it. Every day I wanna stop and think about you. I'm your host, Sally Adams, and I've taught people how to produce original work for the stage for over 30 years. If you're not yet a Performing Arts Lab subscriber, find a platform and subscribe to Sally Pal. I'm on a bunch of podcast platforms, including Podbean, where Sally Pal will be a featured show the week of November 27th. With your help, Sally Pal is still in the top performing arts podcasts on Player FM. If you haven't signed up for the Sally Pal team, join sallypal.com and you'll get a free insert for your creator's notebook. You can keep building on it every month. Part one of your creator's notebook is a list of people you'll need to help you produce your show. You'll also get some great links to more in-depth information and some theater-centric humor. In today's episode, I'll go over part one of your creator's notebook. If you want to pause the show while you go download the PDF at sallypal.com slash join, I can wait. Is everybody ready? Okay, while you wait on your printer, I'll tell you that there will be no... Concise Advice from the Interview today, but we do have words of wisdom from George. Let's get started. Recently, I found myself thinking more and more about the team that makes a live stage show possible. Your show could include clowning and aerial acrobatics like Cirque du Soleil, or it might be a poetry reading, or a tap dance recital. What all performing arts have in common is collaboration. Even if you're a busker playing for the quarters people toss in your guitar case, you're still collaborating with your audience. For most shows, there's a production team.
1: This team is forced to meet in secret in order to remain mysterious and powerful.
0: The team includes the director, the stage manager, and the technical director, But, depending on the type of show, it might include a variety of other team players. I created a 20-page insert to a larger resource called the Creator's Notebook. The Creator's Notebook is based on a notebook most play directors make themselves, called a Director's Notebook. I'll dig up some of my old Director's Notebooks and take some pictures so you can get a look at my attempts to stay organized.
1: If you send a picture to sally at sallypal.com, of your well-used director or creator's notebook, Sally will try to post it on SallyPal.com.
0: And I'll send you a link to a free collection of funny images I made with some public domain theater art. You'll find examples of the images on the 20-page PDF you can get for free when you join the Sally Powell creative team. Just go to SallyPal.com join. I'll review the various collaborators you might want for your production. It all starts, of course, with... The
1: creator.
0: This might be a composer, choreographer, or playwright, but it can be anyone with an idea for a show. If you don't think of yourself as an artist, and you're creating a show, guess what?
1: You're an artist!
0: I'm an artist! Woohoo! After you've got a show, you need a production team that meets with the director even before you have performers. The entire production team does not need to meet as a whole group very often.
1: Two to four production team meetings with everyone present is enough.
0: Gatherings under the production team umbrella often consist of the director and some portion of the design team. In some cases, one person will wear many hats. This is the norm for most local performance groups. You probably won't need all the jobs listed, you may realize you do need jobs that are not listed, such as dance captain or section leader. Nor groupie. Not groupie. No groupies? No. No groupies. That comes later. Remember, even though an individual is tasked with certain responsibilities, that person is not required to do every task all alone. Everyone on the team can reach out to friends, family, and even other members of the team to accomplish a job. The individual with the title makes sure things get done. That person doesn't have to be the individual doing every job. Sometimes this means making phone calls, sending emails, or just asking in person if someone could help with a chore. It's always better to ask far enough in advance to give helpers ample time to complete a task. Remember, when you include more people in the process, you build on your marketing plan as well. Everybody working on a show will have audience members to invite. They can potentially put a lot of butts in seats. Butts
1: in seats is a term used by performing arts marketers to indicate the number of paying audience members. Work days.
0: Work days are a staple of the performing arts. Workdays should be built into the schedule that you hand out at your first rehearsal.
1: It's a good idea to include a section on your audition paperwork asking for calendar conflicts between auditions and final performance.
0: This allows you to schedule workdays so that everyone can be required to attend. Make sure you have jobs for everyone at your workdays. Let your collaborators oversee various tasks. One person might handle poster distribution. Another could be in charge of building props. And a third person could head up painting the set. Everyone should be working where they can make the biggest difference. It's fun, and it could be a great team building experience.
1: Getting back to the business at hand.
0: Okay, let's start with
1: the creator.
0: Or the originator. This is you. This person has an idea to communicate. Unlike a painter or a sculptor who generally works alone, the creator collaborates with a lot of people before an audience sees the work. Some of the collaborators will be critics, eager to improve the work, and some will be interpreters who want to put their own stamp on it. If you are the creator, surround yourself with a supportive team you know will be totally honest about your work. I promise this is what you want.
1: Someone who tells you everything you create is genius is probably your mom.
0: The creator whose work is too precious to withstand scrutiny is just as limited as the creator with a nasty inner critic.
1: The producer.
0: A creator's best resource is a friend who knows how to raise money and promote the work. It's better if this person believes in both you and the piece. If you are the producer, ask for lots of help.
1: The producer's roles are, number one, putting together a team, and number two, putting together the show's financing.
0: Most local shows are lucky to break even. If you can find sponsors and pre-sale tickets, invest that money in the production as well as show posters, programs, and other useful print materials. Get all the free publicity you can. Anything related to raising money and putting butts in seats generally falls in the producer's lap.
1: The director.
0: Now this collaborator has the greatest opportunity for interpretation of the creator's idea. While performers interpret individual parts, the director holds the vision for the whole production. Usually a director will come to auditions with an interpretation in mind. The more clarity a director has, the easier it is to explain to others and get buy-in for the concept.
1: It is not a good idea for a director to have every single detail hammered out before rehearsals begin.
0: Because collaborating with others to hash out details of blocking, design, and even marketing can be fun and satisfying. A director who won't let anyone else contribute to the process can really suck the joy out of collaborating. When thinking about a director, look at finding someone who gets the work.
1: A collaborative soul who believes in your work is far preferable to an experienced cranky pants who doesn't play well
0: with others. Just make sure your director has follow-through skills. The
1: technical director, or TD.
0: The TD is the person in charge of anything that involves technology in a theater, including lighting, sound, set construction, and maintenance. If you rent a venue for your production, it usually comes stocked with a TD. Remember, when you're a guest in someone else's house, you generally don't boss your host around.
1: That's the technical director.
0: Your TD is a great resource for what that space can provide. If you're respectful and willing to learn, the TD will make sure your production flows smoothly. On the other hand, if you're snarky and demanding, you'll be lucky if they teach you how to turn on the house lights. House
1: lights are the lights that illuminate the audience so people don't trip when finding their seats. Be
0: nice to your TD, and they'll be civil to you.
1: The stage manager, or SM.
0: The SM does more to get a show off the ground than anyone on the production team. The stage manager is communication central. Before opening a show, the SM serves as a liaison between the director and everyone else.
1: While the director thinks deep thoughts, the stage manager makes contact lists and keeps track of deadlines.
0: The SM knows where everyone is in the process and keeps them on task. This job requires organization, patience, fearlessness in the face of egos, and some knowledge of stage technology. Every director should be a stage manager at least once.
1: When a show opens, the SM becomes the boss.
0: At that point, the SM won't be solving backstage problems because calling cues takes precedence. Calling cues for a large show is stressful and should be handled by someone who can be calm in the face of chaos. This is almost always the stage manager because when the curtain goes up, that's who knows the show best. For shows with few cues, the light and soundboard operators can manage if they're capable and know the show.
1: The assistant director, or AD.
0: AD tasks vary from show to show and can be divvied up among other team members if you don't have a designated assistant. Small shows rarely use an AD. If you're lucky enough to have one, the AD might take rehearsal notes for the director. While the director works on one scene, the AD can work on a different scene, improving rehearsal efficiency. The assistant director might be building a directing resume, and you can help that person out by adding them to your team. A decent AD will emulate the director's good habits. That includes reading and annotating the script.
1: Or asking to copy the director's script notes.
0: And attending production team meetings.
1: Unless production team meetings are during rehearsals, when the AD keeps things running smoothly in the director's absence.
0: The role of an AD relies more on what that person can do. You might have a phenom in that position who is destined for directing greatness, or you might have a high school kid who just wants to know more about doing plays. It's always good to have one more positive person in the mix.
1: The Production Designers
0: These are the production team members responsible for working with the director and even the creator to design a visual representation of the performance piece. In addition to the director, technical director and stage manager, the production team might also include the set designer, the lighting designer, the sound designer, the costume designer and the property supervisor.
1: Sometimes called the prop master or mistress.
0: In a large scale production, designers might have a team working under them. For instance, the set designer might have a master carpenter and a set construction crew. Small shows may rely on one or two people for many tasks. A great tech director might also be your lighting designer and sound engineer.
1: The Running Crew.
0: This group is made up of the people who work during the run of the show from one week before it opens which is called Tech Week, to closing night and striking the set.
1: Striking the set means dismantling every part of the set, putting all the pieces into storage, and cleaning the stage, which includes mopping the stage floor.
0: The running crew works under the stage manager's direction. This includes light and soundboard operators, stage hands, dressers, prop handlers, and even those performers who move sets when not performing. Large crews have a crew chief who makes sure everyone is paying attention.
1: The performers.
0: And finally, we have the performers. A performer's job may start weeks or months before a show opens. Performers learn lines, blocking, dance combinations, and or music. They attend rehearsals, study the show, address the notes from the director, the choreographer, the conductor, and or the stage manager. They might have costume fittings, and once the show opens, they can never miss a performance and are expected to arrive at least one hour before curtain.
1: Regardless of whether a venue has a curtain, a show's start time is referred to as curtain time or curtain.
0: When a show closes, performers clean dressing areas and help strike the set.
1: Union shows, shows with union members, do not expect performers to strike. Otherwise, you should expect to participate in striking the set and cleaning the venue.
0: I hope this rundown of the first insert in the Sally Pal Creator's Notebook helps a little in understanding the roles played offstage when putting a live show together. You'll find more information and links in Part 1 of the Creator's Notebook PDF when you join the Sally Pal team at sallypal.com join. Next week, I'll share an interview with a former collaborator and my forever friend, Jan Butler. Jan is an artist and teacher with a background in 2D and 3D art, as well as puppeteering. Jan works with students in stop-motion animation, graphic novels, pottery, mask-making, and she teaches kids all about monarch butterfly migration and supports the butterfly population in northeastern Oklahoma. Thanks again for listening. I'm Sally, and this is Sally Pal. The P-A-L in PAL stands for Performing Arts Lab. Check out the blog, sallypal.com, for articles and podcast episodes, and to sign up for a free creator's notebook insert, sallypal.com. join Thank you for sharing, subscribing, reviewing, and especially, thank you for listening. I encourage you to pursue your dream, to have your original work on the stage in front of a live audience. It's scary, but I'll be here with advice, encouragement, and a growing community of people like us. If you like Sally Pal, a new podcast goes out every Monday evening. Now, I have one bit of wisdom from George, my husband, the coolest guy on the planet. Hey, George, what's your wisdom for today?
1: If you can't say something nice... Don't say anything at all.
0: Well said, George. Well said. Excellent advice indeed. Remember, all the performances you've seen on stage once lived only in someone's imagination. Now it's your turn. Thank you again for listening. If you're downloading and listening on the mean streets like Emily and Beckett, or falling asleep to my drama droning like my sister does, let me know you're out there. I want to help you learn to produce and direct original shows for a live audience. It's what I do, and you can too. Can you make that more pompous sounding? <laughs> <coughs> oh.
1: I'd like to do my line again.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Where was that?
1: Right after okay. the parenthetically. Got it.
0: <laughs> 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 did I say all this
1: in today's episode? I didn't say that, did I? Nope.
0: We could make that a drinking game every time I say sallypal.com/join.
1: Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> Is it a recording?
0: It is. Did I say that word right?